Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin, from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, reading spells, numerology, and everything else that you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help y'all tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you are not alone in this healing community. Can't wait to laugh and cry with y'all. Don't forget to subscribe, share, like, and answer any poll questions at the end of each episode. It truly does help me by y'all rating this podcast and whatever platform you use. To be in the know for any group rituals, tarot specials, follow me on IG Divine Hoops and also DivineHoops.com. We also started our book club called Story Healing Sorority that you can follow now on IG. For more insight behind the scenes and longer episodes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your girl, Divine Hoops. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so late. I haven't posted an episode this week, um, but I am going to make it up to y'all. I'm going to be doing a little mini-series this week. It's still in the works, so bear with me. I really wanted to jump on here and talk a little some some something a little bit more different um i wanted to continue in regards to like love work love readings and um all that jazz because that's been the main theme this couple of weeks of like just seeing things for what they really are but something else happened um, and if y'all don't already, I go on live on TikTok almost every other day. And that's been, I think that's made a lot of us feel more comfortable and it's made an impact on people not feeling so alone. Whether that's just like six people tapped in to 30 people, 50 people, etc. Um, it feels as though these... Um, these lives are very much needed and um, I couldn't agree more it's very rare for me to even go on live at night but it's even more rare to be on live almost every day and it's become like something that people are starting to look forward to in that case that's why I also wanted to do a mini series for this podcast because kind of like a recap of whatever has happened the night before or something that needs to be more in depth for today's episode i definitely want to get into it because uh there's something that has gotten a lot of us to be curious to be um like what is it that we really should be doing or how to be doing it so the majority of us are santa muerte devotees and we obviously adore her and love her and that's that's our main honcho you know what i mean I, and i call her my main honcho because that's what it's been for years since i started and um we got into the topic of discussion of like working with santa muerte and like all that and then I started talking about how obviously I've I've said it a couple times now that I felt like she's been 
kind of pushing me to work with other spirits and I just was not sure like why or how because <laughs> to me and from what I've always been told from my mentor is just like she should be just your only one and that's it and I've been suppressing the the feeling of um wanting to work with other deities and other spirits and those who have followed me for a while know that um I received my Elegua and it's about to hit the two-year mark actually and I also got my guardian angel brought down to me which is Ogun so I'm daughter of Ogun I went through all this process because I fell in love with the religion of Santeria and like learning about it um felt like a second home just how Santa Muerte feels like home because she's from my roots and from where I come from Mexico and all that so it just Santa Muerte came very naturally and then learning about Santeria also intrigued me and it felt like home like a second home to me so I I went through all that process and I was learning I had um I talked about this on my live but I had about I'm not sure like maybe maybe seven to eight altars set up at the home that I was in with uh, my ex-abuser. My ex-abuser, I was the one that pushed him into looking into Ifa and all of that. And he was intrigued. And again, um, just a little side note for those who were not aware, my abuser is a narcissist. So they play on the role for whatever their new supply uh, wants to get them into. So he played the role very well. I paid for all of his readings with the Babalao. I paid for his guardian angel. I paid for him to also receive his Elegua with me, etc., etc. So he was studying and becoming serious about the religion and learning Yoruba and all of that. And um, I was told that I couldn't go as far as I like as him. Obviously, you would have to pick a path, and they kept telling me, like, you could, you can't work with Santa Muerte, and that was something that, like, okay, well, I'm not leaving her behind, because they would tell me, like, you know, you can't, um, you can, um, gift your statues to so-and-so, and they'll be well taken care of, and I was just like, no, like, I am, like I just I I will never stop working with Santa Muerte like that's just not like the didn't feel right to me at all so they uh also let me know that like okay well you can receive obviously I received my guardian angel um I received my Elegua and the thing that I'm missing now is my Guerreros it's like once I get my Guerreros that would be the furthest I could go that that would be it um I can't get initiated any of that sort and again this was about two years ago so I'm I'm trying to relearn everything that I knew but because of everything that I had gone through I just kind of put a pause and then of course uh, being told by my mentor of course like you're gonna have to choose eventually like the path that you want to live and da 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 and it made me even more confused because I have friends that work with Santa Muerte and the Orishas friends that work with Santa Muerte and the Infernos um friends that like work with santa muerte and just other spirits and they seem to be thriving they seem to be doing actually so fucking good 
I have a friend who I'm hoping to do brunch because we've been trying to do brunch for quite some time now uh, this week who he works with Santa Muerte and the Infernos and I don't know what else you know but picking it to people's brains that like have mastered so is intriguing to me because I've been told one thing right so and I had tapped into uh, other devotees lives on TikTok because I like to do so I like to learn more I'm a student of life and we all are so there's no shame on learning instead of pretending like oh I knew that I think um, it opens our opportunities to more knowledge than you know than closing ourselves off to thinking that we're better than to pretend like we know what's going on but anyways I had seen his life and he also works with like the Orishas uh, and there's another person that he goes on life with and he works with the Infernos so I was just like okay and then um, one of them had said you know it's important to have more than one mentor like because you learn different things from different people and then you kind of apply it on your like on your own journey and that right there was the biggest confirmation I was just like I think that's exactly what Santa Muerte has been wanting me to do because I've mentioned I started again with my ancestors okay cool my ancestors have asked to bring Saint Michael Saint Jude um in in their altars I'm just like okay I'm cool with that I've worked with Saint Michael before so I can do that again and it's been a success all their candles have been really beautifully burned it's like they've been waiting for me to come back so I'm like okay but I still had that urge of like I have to do something more. So once I listened to all of this uh, people and just kind of meditated and really sat down, I'm just like, okay, so you do, you are okay with me building relationships with other spirits. And she said a clear yes. Here's my thing. Santa Muerte is a jealous spirit. She is. But if you don't come to her correctly, I think that's where the dynamic of her jealousy really shows. But because I have already done this in the past, and like I mentioned, I had eight altars. Um, I had Oshun, I had Elikwa, I had Ogun, I had Shango, I had Obatala, I had Yemaya. Um, you know, in my household, because we were, at least in my case, I don't want to speak for somebody who... I don't know anything about in my case I was very serious about this I was very dedicated I was so ready to learn more about Santeria and everything else and uh, I was very excited so she was um, and I gave this story so when I had all that in the house right and that's where I kind of messed up because you get so infatuated with wanting to bring so many different spirits in the home that um it's not a good idea at least in my personal opinion and in my personal experience it was not a good idea i felt sick like sick for about two days where i couldn't get out of bed and i had the most awful headache i just felt awful okay and during this time i was a, a stay-at-home mom and I just could not bear it and I had asked Santissima to help me to just like 
everybody's trying to pull at me all at once. And that was spiritually exhausting, which caused me to be physically exhausted. And um, yeah, so she was able to actually like say, okay, this is no more. We're not going to do this. And um, she set that that boundary during this time of like, who gets access to to me. And of course, it didn't affect the person that I was with because he was not, it was just not spiritually inclined um, or honest about his practice. And yeah, so she helped me during that time too. And she noticed, I mean, she knows that like, to me, she was always going to be my number one. I, I gave that signal to everybody, to all the spirits that were coming into my home, like this is Santa Muerte's home. This is um, how I practice. This is how we do things. Now, there was a time that like I was explaining that to uh, the person that I was with, the abuser. And he was just kind of like, well, what if that's not the way that I want to practice? Well, what if the way that that's not how I want to do things? And I'm just like, you do realize that you are with me, right? Like, because he would call me his wife. I was like, you do realize like I'm your wife and I'm the one that introduced you to this and i'm telling you the proper way to do this is to show santa muerte love and dedication first and foremost and everybody else comes second because this is her home we've established that we've let her know that i was like if you want to be dismissive i don't know what's going to happen with you and your spiritual practice but if you are attempting to not show her appreciation or respect in that form then that's on you and it's so crazy because i honestly forgot about that until right now that i was that i'm like sharing this this um this journey that that was um a conflict that we were facing and even he had even asked the babalao like oh what about you know santa muerte in the house and stuff and he was like the babalao was like i was a santa muerte devotee he's like i still have a shrine dedicated to santa muerte to give her thanks like i still do so he's like uh, you you do need to still respect her he's like especially because sin is working with her and like has been working with her and has been devoted to her for quite some time like you just don't dismiss her so he was just like okay but thinking back on it that man did start like giving her the cold shoulder and like started to kind of push not only me to the side but santa muerte to the side and thinking that he was going to be mighty protected and one thing about um the orishas or any spirits in general but from what i've learned is that they know where your heart lies they know your intentions they know who to protect and at what extent when to close your doors when to open your doors etc etc especially if you're not doing right um by those people around you so eventually uh, once we received our liqua and i was telling uh somebody well we always linked it live but somebody had told me like oh once i got the orishas like my life just went to shit so i stopped like messing with the orishas and i was just like hmm well, if they they should have told you that, like, once you start opening that pathway, uh, especially with the Orishas, like, your life, if it's not in alignment with what you should be doing in life, uh, you will have a tower-like moment. You will experience 
uh, fallout. You will experience, um, you know, losses because they're going to help you gain what you're supposed to. Like, it, it's crazy because it really does happen that way. And he was just like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. But that's the truth. Like, once you start, and I think with just any anybody or anything or any spirit it just sort of happens that way but it just so happens that with the orishas is it is well known that that's one of the first things that is going to happen when i received my elegua with uh my ex we received it together and i remember like in the ceremony uh my padrino who was getting it you know getting everything situated he had his sister there and his sister who is very uh tapped in she looked at me she's like oh you guys are doing this together and i was and we're like yeah and my padrino he was just like y'all know that this is kind of like a spiritual like wedding like you guys are going to be kind of binded spiritually and to me when he said those words kind of like made me feel a little weird and during this time like i was already kind of brainwashed due to the abuse and i was just kind of hoping for anything at this point to work for him to change and for him to just be not abusive and then his sister looked me in the eye and she was just like are you sure you want to do this and I didn't say yes or no. I just kind of smiled at her like very awkwardly. And she just stared at me. She wasn't looking at him. She was just looking at me. And he was just like, yeah. And she's like, ah, just kidding, just kidding. And then she looked at me again. She's like, but are you sure you want to do this? And again, I didn't say anything. I was just kind of frozen like oh fuck what did i just get myself into so we do you know <laughs> we do the ritual we receive our ligua i was emotional i was crying because i had dreamt about a ligua and i'm not sure if i've talked about it on here but i'm pretty sure i have um i dreamt about a ligua a year before and i just felt this calling of having him in my life properly so being able to finally get him and have him like just made me feel overjoyed anyway so after receiving him it wasn't until september we received him in september october that's when shit started really hitting the fan just a just a month later everything started getting removed and those who know the story know like everything that i had to go like I'll go through um i found out that i was pregnant in october and then november i received uh, a santa muerte and red and she came broken uh shit around the house started just randomly breaking his truck that was just not in use getting a flat tire the car that he was using that was mine was randomly getting flat tires too and like the house was just so active with like 
strange things happening and he started to blame it on his ex baby mama talking about like she's probably going to work on us da, da, da. so i'm over here like spiritually protecting us putting you know a bunch of shit around doing i did a heavy heavy like a uh, reversal ritual um and you know i was doing all kinds of things his shoes because when he would come home from work he would leave his shoes or like just tennis shoes in general outside the house uh one of his sneakers got supposedly stolen um there was just things like in the house just like going crazy and i was just like something's not right like so that happened all of november all of december as well and i mean his behavior was just like a whole 180 just very calm very there's nobody else babe super reassuring just randomly getting me gifts um it was just the behavior and again i was just so over it i was so over keeping tabs on him that during this time i had stopped looking through his phone i stopped staying up late at night again i was pregnant so i was just like my priorities are these babies like that's just that like whatever he's doing will come to light so i stopped giving a fuck about like why he would come home at 5 a.m 6 a.m claiming that he was doing doordash you know some shit was just not adding up and until like one night that i just kind of had enough of it i asked santa muerte to show me the truth i got on my knees i lit a candle and i was just like just show me everything and she sure did this man was heavily using cocaine he was also selling it um, with his mistress who is a nurse now and we're out here bar hopping and um doing all this crazy shit man and my life obviously turned upside down because she knew that i was pregnant um i it was just crazy it was just so 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 crazy and it's even more crazy now that like i'm having to go to court for custody of our daughter and um he's just not active anyways that's just not not here or there but as i'm trying to tell y'all that like the spirit started working quickly okay quickly 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 and it was so sad to me that like i knew because i bought everything on those altars i had eight altars y'all and i invested in the orishas just as much as i invested not as not as much but like i invested how i invest in my spirits i fucking invest i had eight altars i had a beautiful setup for elegua and ogun together I had a beautiful setup for Obatala and Yamaya together. I had um, Oshun's beautiful altar in the kitchen. I was prepping Shango's altar as well. And I had to leave all of that behind. Because he was like, well, they're not supposed to be in your life path. Santa Muerte is in your life path. So I had to leave everything. I had bought Ogun because of course I'm daughter of Ogun. I had bought him a machete with my energy and my workings on that machete and he kept it. He didn't want to give it to me. He also used that same machete to threaten to kill himself. So 
You guys may be asking, well, how he's how is he doing now? I don't know, man. You tell me if you're going to grab Ogun's machete to threaten to kill yourself in front of your kids and your wife, your pregnant wife at that because you got caught cheating. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all tell me how he might be doing. So I had to leave all of that behind and it just sucked that like right now I had to kind of start over. I say all of that to get back into what is happening currently and if anybody else has been curious about working with other spirits and deities and just feel unsure because maybe you've heard that like you should just only work with Santa Muerte you might have heard it from me because that's all that I've been told it's just like you pick one path and that's it and I might tell y'all something that a couple people have told me um your relationship with Santa Muerte is your unique experience with Santa Muerte. Everybody works with her differently. No two deities, three deities, whatever, should be working in the same matter because eventually she's going to try to push you into doing your own thing. You're trying to do a play-by-play with somebody who is just, is not in your, is not, the same way that you guys are living you know what i mean so that has given me so much more clarity because having to do something that somebody else does when we live two different lifestyles it's just not right that's the whole purpose of spirituality and being able to be open-minded to different things and of course doing them with respect and properly so you don't get tangled in no BS, like spiritual BS. But I say that because there's been so many when I was talking about it, like, oh, I got, I always have my legua set up, but I, I've been, he's been calling me back, like, hey, hello, hello, I'm right here, like, what's going on? And getting back into working with Ogun. And quite honestly, Yimaya has been calling out to me since last year when I had to um, do the whole adoption situation. So they have been loud, but I'm just like, no, no. I said that I was only going to work with Santa Muerte. And then, of course, like kind of having to reflect on that. It just kind of started to make sense to me. I reestablished... El Egua's altar. I ever went to the Botanica and I found a statue of him, uh, you know, a kid version of him. And it was exactly how he showed up in my dream. Exactly to the freaking teeth, the, the outfit, the hat, everything, everything, everything. And I was just like, okay. And there were new statues because I go to that Botanica very, very frequent. And these were brand new Elegua statues. And I was just like, I gotta have them. So I brought him home. I set up his altar, got his candles set up, and I felt at home. I felt complete. I felt complete. And when I looked at Santa Muerte, and I was just like, this is what you were telling me to do. Like, bring back what I was already establishing. You know, so... It felt good. And again, I was talking to my people on live about this. And a lot of them were like, oh, my God, I've just been so curious about, you know, certain like 
certain spirits calling out to me and I just didn't know how to go about it because, you know, these are the same kind of people that kind of also listen to the same mentor that I have of like, you know, just working with just Santa Muerte and that's it or you're going to have to choose eventually, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I said this to them as well. I'm just like, well, yeah, eventually or not eventually, but if you do want to further your your relationship with the religion the religion of like santeria for example like yes eventually you will have to um choose and if you want to be initiated that's what i've been told and that's what's been confirmed to me that like yeah like when you get to choose the path it's because you want to be initiated in santeria ifa etc etc um and again i Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody that may be listening, because I do have a friend who is initiated in Palo, but also works with Santa Muerte. So I, I'm just not sure how or what exactly it goes against or towards to, because it's just so much um, misinformation. And I believe that like the Santeros that we have nowadays, the Babalaos, are a lot of scammers that are here and even somebody had mentioned to me like yeah like the whole reason why well not the whole reason but she said that um she's a santa muerte devotee but she was starting into like santeria but she got scammed so she got kind of skirt off um about like working with the orishas because she's just like i just don't feel safe <coughs> sorry about that but um but yeah so that's understandable and i think a lot of us um, that might have experienced being scammed by Baba Laos and, you know, Santeria, Ifa, etc. And we're intrigued and just, you know, people fuck it up to where, like, we're just not sure where to, where to even look. Um, and again, for me, for example, like, I'm, I'm going based off of what I was already doing and just kind of learning and not trying to jump the gun on some some things you know and again this is just confirmation because i i feel like a lot of us um i I had somebody as well that was just like oh my god i've been wanting to work with this uh, deity and now i feel like i can't um just you know and again i say this asking permission of santa muerte like hey is this okay um, this is what I'm planning on doing. This is what's being called out to me. And just having that conversation with her. And again, not sharing her altar space. Um, still being dedicated and letting her know that she's still the main one, no matter what. And if you've noticed, those who work with like multiple spirits, Santa Muerte is the main one. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but those who practice in my eyes, the correct way, are the ones that have Santa Muerte as the main one. And that's just how it goes. Because, like I've said, she's the head honcho. She is the one that is running this show. And from everybody that I've seen that I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, I see. You know, like, it's showing dedication and appreciation to Santa Muerte. Of like, you're the main one, no matter what. No matter what, who I, who and what I bring to the to the household like you're still number one (laughs) so maybe this is to clear up 
anybody that's just been like wanting to explore and again like somebody told me your relationship with santa muerte is unique because that's just your relationship with her and the relationship that you guys get to build has to come from respect and understanding and that's where i'm at i feel so much better quite honestly because now i feel like okay i'm back to where i was at two years ago and um kind of have to hit that refresh button of like what i need to do next and all that jazz um i still am looking for somebody that can kind of guide me like in regards to like santeria and santa muerte and kind of how how to collide those worlds and if i was doing it properly if anything else and like i've mentioned i am a student of life I am all here for learning. I am here for asking questions. I am here to guide. I am also here to lead. But at the same time, I can't lead if I'm not asking enough questions. I can't lead. I can't teach if I'm not also learning new new and found ways. You know, and all respect to the people that have gotten me this far. All respect. But like, again your journey is not my journey that's a cult <laughs> if we really making a sense to it like if you want us to be step by step doing what you're doing that's a cult like let's be real because i was thinking about it and um i was just like yeah like we can't be doing that because the whole purpose of bringing the oculto of like santa muerte is because everybody in the oculto does it differently so it's not that we're like in a in a cult because it's not one way or the highway we're trying to break that stigma and we are doing just that so don't feel like you need to be doing exactly what one person is doing and just like any spell work this spell may work for me it may not work for you you may have to tweak it you may have to reinvent it yourself doesn't mean that it'll work perfectly for you just because it works perfectly for me but it's the same thing with like working with spirits and again i think being brought back into what is <coughs> excuse me in our destiny is something that needs to be talked about more and i just felt like i needed to obviously make an episode about this because so the last live that i went that's this is this was the topic of discussion and it felt like everybody was just more like confident towards the end of like this is this makes sense to me this is exactly what it was and um yeah it just felt like it it hit home for a lot of people and again like i've mentioned i've I've started my journey in Santeria and got into it really deeply that I want to restart that again. Oh, child. And um, I may hear my daughter in the background. So she's a, <laughs> she agrees. I also have to teach her like differently about the altar setup because she was so young um, when we had all the altars. You know, she was a year and a half. So now that she's three and a half, I have to really teach her bigger responsibilities with having even Elegua here. So, yeah. And like I said, if you may be feeling drawn into different deities, just 
just from experience, I wouldn't bring everybody and their mama at the same time or within a week or two. Like, give it time. <laughs> give it time to understand one spirit or two spirits at the same time, at least, you know? And um, yeah, work your way if that's what you are being called out to do. Also, I wanted to express this. Working with the Orishas have pushed me to work with my ancestors because that is, you know, the bridge to both. And um, it has helped and made me feel more at home. So yeah, with this being said, I hope I have let spirit talk <laughs> and in regards to this this is the whole reason why i have spirit tea talks podcast is because i was in my journey with the orishas as well and with santa muerte and i just wanted to talk about my personal experience a little bit and again once i gain more knowledge and understanding there will be more discussions of this um and again i want to be in in touch with people of different paths, especially those who are devotees of Santa Muerte and work with other spirits. I have, I, I just want to learn and I want to share that and implement that in my own practice. But we shall see where this takes us. I am just so glad that when we were on live, everybody was just like, this just makes complete sense to me and i love that so if you guys want to tap into our live make sure to follow me on tiktok on underscore divine hoops and again i go there every other every other night so i know for sure tomorrow's monday i will be tapping in monday and tuesday um probably this whole entire week because i am doing mini uh rituals and setting them up on live so make sure to tap in i will be there and i know that you guys are waiting on the book club so much has happened this week that um in this weekend that i'm just like what the f this new moon also kicked my ass i don't know about y'all but it kicked my ass but um it looks like we might just be doing instead of the discord we might just be doing it on um a new ig i'm just trying to come up with the name for the book club and then we'll get started from there but i'll see you guys later and again keep in the lookout i'm going to be doing a mini series to kind of <laughs> kind of give you guys more insight and if there's anything else that you guys want me to discuss maybe even bring somebody on the podcast i'm actually going to ask one of my friends if he would want to join me on the podcast oh i'm excited and see what he says so i'll see you guys later bye adios